Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Mario Cristobal Show with University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal, Don Bailey Jr., Joe Zagacki. It's Florida State week, Miami and Florida State, 7.30 Saturday at Hard Rock Stadium. Should be a dandy one for the Miami Hurricanes and the Canes coming off a uh, quadruple overtime victory against Virginia coach. Uh, you outlasted them, outfought them, and congratulations. Appreciate it. You know, those guys worked hard. Uh, they earned it. Uh, they stayed focused, stayed in the fight. And never gave in so you know again a lot learned and a lot to work on forgive me coach but i'm gonna start with special teams this week that's rare for me but Borodalis four for four headley five inside the 20 right as far as the punts go colby george the return game napper the snapper came through you had your punt snaps were in line as well daryl porter i mean just an unbelievable day for special teams and it's really a group that that rarely gets noticed if everything's going right. Without a doubt, you know, and uh, you know, there's a lot of things go unnoticed in special teams as well. There are times with not only uh, did Lou Headley pin them inside there 25 times, but one time a guy came free because of a missed block and he still got the ball off and prevented a negative play. And when your kicking game plays like that and is able to flip the field for you in a day where you're really struggling on offense, it gives you, it gives you a chance. And they certainly put us in position to win the football game. Coach, take us through uh... The last one, Jake's, I was going to say touchdown, but his uh, score, two-point score, uh, he's got Brantley there, he's got the pylon there, he's got to make a quick decision, and uh, he ran and dove, gave everything he had to get there. Well, you know what, he made a decision, which is most important, right? In a right. situation like that, you want to be decisive. Uh, he had Khalil, if you wanted him, uh, he chose to run it and, and put it in himself, and and he, he got there by a little bit, you know, but uh, he, uh, again, Jake's a competitor, and uh, he wanted... He felt like he needed to, to do that to secure the game, and you got to trust your players in a situation like that. Coach Khalil Brantley, I don't think anybody will realize this unless they go back and watch the game, did an unbelievable job of blocking. I mean, just a force. He did. He, he, you know, we challenged him. We've been challenging him since January to just keep getting better and better, and he just he keeps coming back for more and, and learning more and working harder. And it showed up on Saturday, and it showed up in a big-time way. A lot of pieces are down, a lot of guys on the mend, and certainly he stepped up and was a, he was a very impactful guy in the game. What do you pull out of that game, Coach, in terms of your team's up against, uh, up against it? Five minutes to go, four minutes to go, behind the game. You've put together a really nice drive. A lot of adversity in the game, a lot of injured players, all of those things. Uh, but there was, a, there was a spirit, a fight, some resiliency. Uh, can you pull those things out and how important are those things? Oh, it's critical. That, that's, that, that teaching moment, that lesson right there is invaluable. You know, learning resiliency, you got to go through something. And then when you go through something, you got to find a way to come out on top. And we did that. 
So for our team, again, invaluable, just being able to continue playing hard when things weren't looking so great, when the opponent has a ball inside your 10-yard line on three different occasions, but you hold them six points. I mean, things like that are just, they're massive in terms of learning and growing and figuring out ways to win football games. Absolute great day for your defense, too, and saw some, some individual performances. Leonard Taylor, of course, and we'll go down that list, but just the overall effort and, and just would not surrender. Without a doubt, uh, it starts up front, and the guys up front came to play, and uh, we were down Akeem. You know, Akeem was down early in the game, but uh, the guys, uh, albeit a couple plays where the quarterback broke loose, really took control of the line of scrimmage. You know, they, they pressured the quarterback, they took control of the run game. Um, they just kept coming, you know, and, and the back end in the absence of James Williams, you know, Al Blades did a great job stepping in. Those guys communicated well. Not enough has been said about Cam Kitchens. Cam played, you know, one of his best games, both in the run uh, and the pass game part of it as well. And on special teams, Cam doesn't come off the field. So all in all, just extremely proud of those guys. I mean, a bunch of guys played at linebacker due to injuries. Ryan Ragone got in there and got himself a couple snaps. Everybody had a hand in this victory. I was going to pick up on that and Kitchens threw that at me, but there were guys that made, just made football plays, right? Uh, they, they're going to run a jump pass, try to bamboozle you, and Cam deflects the ball away. They break off a big play. Tyreek Stevenson goes like a bat out of hell to run him down. He makes another play in the corner at the end of the game. Some of your guys just made football plays at, at the moment of truth. They did. And it's, in football, just give yourself a chance to play the next play, right? Just don't give up. Just keep playing. Don't mind the scoreboard. Don't mind the clock. Just go, well, that stuff resonated with our guys. And they kept playing. And the best part was on the sideline, you saw guys supporting each other. You saw guys coming off the offensive side to support the defense, and you saw the vice versa. Okay, that's growth. And that's important for a team that's building and growing and learning. Coach, I remember the recruiting show that we did uh, when you signed this class, and you were going over the list, and you, Inez Cooper. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yes. he got his first start, and... He's hard to miss, and he brought, a, he brought a different size, a different attitude, a different everything to that game. Yeah, and he plays hard yes. now. I mean, he plays with great effort and physicality, large human being, human eclipse type of guy. You know, this guy's <laughs> really an impressive young man, extremely smart. And you know what's hard to find in that position at, that such, at such a young age is a guy that's instinctive, a guy that has a feel for passing off games and stunts and feeling pressures or whatnot, anticipating movement. You know, dealing with counter moves from defensive linemen, um, just all in all, just a great effort by Inez. I was listening to your press conference, uh, and I think one of the questions was about, about play calling. And I thought, wait, wait a minute now. Uh, Inez Cooper's making his first start. Jake Garcia is making his first start. Lucia Stanley, who got here, I don't know, nice like the week. week of the first game, he's playing in, in an important part. Restrepo was able to get a few plays. Zion Nelson's out. Basically, you're down seven or eight guys on offense, including the guy who's your starting quarterback. It's not exactly like you're swimming in great options here, right? You're just you're finding ways to manufacture some offense. Yeah, you know, you gotta gotta keep finding ways and, and work with uh, the guys that you have. The guys are really trying hard. They're working hard. You know, um, you know, you wish at certain stages in in a program, you like for the roster to be stacked a certain way. So when guys do get injured, you could you know, more quickly replace guys that already have been developed, that have spent time in the program, uh, instead of having to retrain guys. Because guys will learn it, guys will develop, but you won't need it to happen quickly. And when guys go down at a, at a high clip, 
uh, you need that. That's why the importance of, of player development and the importance of recruiting is at a premium because the roster should always look a certain way, especially come October, November, when guys are going to unfortunately get injured. Coach, tell us about Mitchell Aguda. He shined leading tackler in the ball game and, and showed up every single snap it looked like. Yeah, played his best game. Very physical. Um, there were moments of domination. Uh, using his hands better, obviously he throws his body around. You know, he's very aggressive. Uh, technically, he's just getting better and better. Mitch is, uh, you know, he's an excellent, excellent human being, an excellent football player, and, and got the opportunity to just go. And he, uh, he took advantage of it, played a great game, one of our players of the game. We probably don't have enough time to explain this, but could you give us a short version on what was going on with the referees and the, and the clock and the fight in the overtime? It was 48 seconds. It was 28 seconds. They had a little trouble with the coin toss, but uh, the thing was, it just seemed like it delayed the game so long. Yeah. You had them on their heels, yet now their defense got a 10-minute rest. I know. I know. It, uh, they had some things to figure out, you know. <laughs> Um, I just I didn't care whether there was a runoff or not. I was like I, I go gladly take the runoff. I just want enough time for two plays. Two so I go do whatever you want. Just when there's you know 16 seconds, just give me a timeout. And um, but because there was a runoff, then there wasn't a runoff, and they were gonna it just kept going back and forth. And I just I just held by that. I don't care what you do. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna run a play, and we're gonna call a timeout at 16 seconds. So I just want to make sure that there was only enough time for us to run two plays with a little wiggle room in case a play got extended. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, so at the very worst, your final play would be a kickoff. Henry Parrish, his best game rushing yardage-wise in his career, came up at the right time. And what's so impressive about him is the power that he brings with the size that he is. Ran hard. Yeah. Ran hard, protected well, was on point. Um, he got hot. He got hot, so we went with him. We stuck with him. In a game like that where every uh, possession was valuable, I, um, you know, we pointed to it to our team right away. Look, it wasn't exactly pretty on offense but you know what we didn't turn the ball over mm -hmm. you know and we kept the penalties low enough where it didn't hurt ourselves and look what happens you end up going into overtime you know past the fourth quarter and you end up winning the football game so a lot of times there, there's a lot to be said about not shooting yourself in the foot not making mistakes avoiding mistakes so you could give yourself the best chance to win sometimes i think uh, a lot depends on on your opponent where they're playing right if they're hot sometimes you run into an opponent that is hot in virginia uh, they've been up and down. However, it seems like their confidence on defense has been growing, and they had not allowed a touchdown against Georgia Tech. And I think that carried over into your game in terms of their confidence and their level of play on defense, right? They're, you know, they, uh, they've got some talented football players. Um, some of our stuff was lack of execution, and other things were them making good plays. You know, there was an opportunity for us to bust a big run, probably would have scored. And their three technique makes an unbelievable play. Swims the guard, gets past the tackle, slips the block, and makes a tackle for a loss. You know, on a third down carry. So there was a give and take there. You know, but uh, you know, I always give the opponent credit because that's the way you respect football, man. You know, you make sure you give them their due. And they, um, you know, heck, last, I was watching the game last year, and they they've made plays for two consecutive years. They've had some pretty good defensive players and have had some good production. Xavier Restrepo, nice to see him back on the field. And, and what does he do? not only to the receiving room, but the entire offense. That guy is just, he brings such an energy. Yeah, you know, he was on a pitch count. So by the end of the first quarter, he was done. Um, and not because he was hurt, but just because, again, we're doing the right thing by our players. So, yeah, we, we missed him. We've missed him. You know, you always um, had a vision going into the season. Hey, you'd have Zion beside Mallory, beside TVD, you know, beside 
Restrepo and um, you know those guys haven't been on the field at the same time together so to get Restrepo back was really big you know and uh, the development of Brashard Smith the return of a guy like Jacoby George uh, the continued you know uh, improved play of, uh, of, of Colby Young and Frank Gladson and hopefully Keyshawn as well um, we got to keep pushing our wide receivers to just keep fighting and improving uh, to give ourselves the best chance to win. All right, when we come back, we'll move forward. The big one on Saturday, Hard Rock Stadium, 730 Miami and Florida State. More on that matchup right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This week is Miami and Florida State. Hurricanes and Seminoles, 730 at Hard Rock Stadium for the 67th rendition of this great rivalry between Miami and Florida State. I have a bungee cord for Don. I have to bungee him in the booth so he doesn't jump out. I know this one gets your blood boiling too. Well, it's it's something that uh, as a player here, I mean, as when I was a fan, even before a player, it was always, uh, in my opinion, it was always the best rivalry in all the sports um, because born and raised in it, you know, got the, a chance to grow and play in it as well, and then GA in it, coach in it. So um, obviously just a, an incredible amount of passion uh, and emotion surrounds this particular game on a yearly basis. And it's important for our entire organization to focus on the processes, right? Let the hype take care of itself. The noise and all that stuff doesn't, you know, it doesn't make a tackle. You know, the, the hype and the BS is not going to catch a ball or block anybody. We've got to get to work and make sure we're prepared at the highest level to play, play against an excellent football team. Speaking of excellent, their quarterback, Jordan Travis, 61%. And again, a dual threat guy. He can run it very, very well, but he's also developed an arm. Without a doubt, he's, uh, he's one of the more dynamic players in the country. They're, they're top 15, top 20, just about every offensive category. Uh, they do it on the ground. They do it in the air. Um, they've got playmakers, a lot of different spots. Their offensive line is playing physical. Good football team, really good offense, really good defense. Coach, uh, going into this game, uh, maybe a little quick look back, but uh, what did you see in Jake? And then going forward to Florida State, it looks like maybe three quarterbacks you'll have a chance to choose from during the week here. Yeah, well, you know what? Jake is a gutsy, tough guy. He's a, he's a smart guy. He's a resilient guy. He found a way to win. Mm -hmm. You know, some things were, were good and some things he'd like to have back. Uh, in a first start, you know what? He competed, and at the end of the day, the ball was in his hands when we won the game. So, and sometimes all you need is one more point than the other team. So, proud of him for fighting like he did. We expect to keep improving at that position, while at the same time, TVD's on the mend and looking really good. Looked really good yesterday and today. Um, so, we'll, you know, it's not like we're trying to, you know, keep anything under, you know, under wraps. We just got to see exactly where it's at. Right now, everything looks good with TVD, but. Jake at the same time is get the reps that he gets and Jakari keeps getting better and better you know it's a shame that he missed on that one throw I think he was nervous I know he was nervous <laughs> you know he threw that thing into the ground but that's not him you know we've seen you guys have seen him in practice before he's uh he's he's excellent and uh and his plays and his time is is coming coach the value of these young guys getting reps that some of the names we haven't talked about but they're heavily involved in, in all the special teams sometimes they get five or nine or seven reps in a ball game it just they just those reps stack on top of each other and make life easier when it's time for their turn 
Ball is ball, right? Yeah. Angles, leverage, hat position, hand placement, some of those collisions that take place, right? Uh, effort, right? The speed of the game, all those things are invaluable. Any and all reps. Look at all the great teams of the past. They always had heavy involvement on special teams, you know, starting offensive guys, starting defensive guys. Heck, receivers had a big role in special teams. And not only were, you know, catching punts and kickoffs, but also on covering kicks, on blocking on kickoff returns. So we try to get as many guys as possible involved on special teams so that they just increase their ability to play at the Power 5 level. It does pay off. Getting all those reps throughout the course of the year is is ultra valuable in getting a guy prepared to play full-time on offense and defense. There are some aspects of this matchup that uh, look like the old matchups. They're number one in rushing in the ACC, 200 yards a game, 5.6 yards per carry. You're number three in the ACC in run defense. So that's a, uh, and historically, that's kind of been the wrangle fest in, in this matchup. Who wins it usually wins the game. Well, it's, uh, I'll tell you, the, the, the lines of scrimmage, it's going to be some awesome battles to watch. You know, I know, uh, I know that uh, there's a great amount of pride in the line of scrimmage in this particular game, as it is in every game. So, but I know it's something certainly that you guys will have your eye on the entire time because it's always being trained at a very high level. Coach, they, they usually use two running backs consistently in the ball game. How does that affect a defense in preparing? I mean, those different looks, different rhythms, different type of guys. They are different kind of guys, but uh, schematically, you know, they do what they do and they always have a wrinkle. They do a great job finding formationally where your holes are, where your blind spots are. That's what really stands out in watching them on tape. Every single week you see an adjustment, a compliment to what they've done. And, you know, credit to them, they've been together for three years. You know, they've been putting this thing together and accumulating talent and developing talent. And, uh, and they're doing a really good job and they look really good on tape. This kid, uh, Johnny Wilson, is about six foot seven, six foot eight. He's like a basketball player. What does jump out is his yards per catch, 20 yards per catch. Yeah, excellent football player from the West Coast. Very familiar with him. Um, just exceptional, exceptional player. You know, um, certainly brings a lot to the table as a player, as a teammate, you know, and um, just really impressive guy. Coach, you go back through the history of this game and, and, and rushing defense is always seem to have played into it, the, the team that can hold up. And last week, they held Georgia Tech to 66 yards rushing. And that's, that's a heck of a feat in today's day and age. It really is. It really is. Again, uh, the line of scrimmage, right? That's why there's such a premium on the big bodies and developing the big bodies because, you know, how that thing goes, whichever way the push favors, you know, typically has the upper hand because if you could establish the ground game or if you could stop it, you know, you can uh, – you can prevent one side from being one-dimensional, or you can allow yourself to be vulnerable. You know, if you can't establish the line of scrimmage, so a lot of pride, a lot of pride being taken. This thing is uh, this thing is great for uh, this matchup's always been great. I think for football in the state of Florida, you played in great games. Wide right one, wide right two. He had the deflection at the Orange Bowl. Um, this, this thing is meaningful, isn't it? I mean, this Miami Florida State thing. Uh, when both teams get to where they want to go, there's nothing like it. The best of the best. Uh, this rivalry is like nothing else in my mind, always. And uh, so I stay, I stay, you know, process oriented. I don't let myself get caught up in, in the stuff, you know, I did as a player with all that. I, I make sure that all that passion is poured into helping our players prepare, helping them get ready so that they can play to the best of their abilities. Coach, there were many, many, many games where this decided who would go to the national championship game or this was a national championship game before the national championship game and both these programs are working very hard to climb back up without a doubt without a doubt it's always uh 
again, the, the eyes of the nation have always been upon this game for the right reason. It's a, it's a reason why you go to a school like Miami. You know, it's a, you want to be on the stage. You want to be on the field playing against the best of the best and playing at your best, right? That's the only way to challenge yourself is to play against the best and bring out the best in yourself. For about 100 years, they had uh, the Mickey Andrews defense, like the University of Miami had Miami Hurricanes defense. Strategically, that's had to change because of the way the game has evolved. It looks like defensively, they've got a lot of interchangeable parts in their secondary. And of course, they do have a, pretty, a couple of pretty good edge rushers. Yeah, excellent edge rushers, big and thick in the middle, and powerful, explosive outside, a lot of speed to power, some inside moves, really fast at linebacker. I mean, they track stuff down, all those swing passes or whatnot, they have just shut that down completely. And in coverage, these guys can play man, they can play zone, they do a great job communicating. That's one thing that really, really stands out. They communicate really well. They're long at corner, so they can get their hands on people, run with people, take on big wide receivers, and their safeties do a great job in both run support and coverage. Coach, last week, the game was the full 60 minutes and then four overtimes. When you, you talk about this game, you better remain focused on every single snap. I mean, there can be no lapses in any part of this game or it, it just gets away from either side. There's no doubt. I mean, it's our team last week serving as a perfect example, the value of every snap, right? If you had to defend your end zone, first and goal from the one and a half yard line, and someone would tell you, all right, you better stop them four times so it's going to make the difference in the game. You know, how would you react to that? Well, you know what? We responded. You know, for, for I think, for a complete game, was uh, the first time all season where we, we played four quarters really, really hard, but just as importantly, we responded to tough situations and responded as a team to tough situations. That's, that's ultra valuable, a lot to be built off of that. Michael, let you uh, talk uh, quickly before we go a little more about recruiting. We're going into November. Coach Coker used to say, uh, you gotta be careful of outside attacks and programs had some outside attacks, but in recruiting right now, you are proving that uh, that your recruiting is keeping things, to, uh, keeping guys together, keeping it together, commitments, and uh, your communication with your recruits. All that seems to be all in the right, uh, all in the right spot. I think it's uh, it's it's glaringly obvious that what we do is real. That the people here are honest, they're truthful, they're transparent. That they're completely committed to the development of our players, both on and off the field. That has always been the goal since day one. That's never changed. And I think it's really important also to, to emphasize that what we do at all the different stops we've been at has stood the test of time, right? The highest level of success. And that, think about it, we all left some very prominent programs at the peak of where those programs have been to come here to do it at Miami knowing that there's work to do. That speaks volumes. You know, that screams belief and trust and accountability. And with us being here and the types of young men that are developing here and the ones that we're recruiting, that's an unbelievable blend combined with the parents and the partnership that goes with these parents. They understand the big picture. They understand the direction. They understand the trajectory because what's real is real and that's not gonna change. So we're excited about that. Uh, we're excited about everything about it and we're, uh, we're all about the work, man. We're here for every ounce that comes with it. It's not for everybody, but it's for me. What I like about that, Coach, is, is we're not playing this game of uh, after every play or after every game, uh, you know, oh, you're still committed to making all these snaps that these guys are all in. And it's like you said, it's about the big picture, not uh, a short response to a play or a game. 
Well, I, I don't think you ever want to align yourself with people that are short-sighted. I don't think it works, not in this industry, right? Football is tough. It's real, real hard. It, it tests you, right? And, um, you know, I, you look at, um, again, going back to the recent stops, when those things were well-old well machines, right? All the plays work, right? <laughs> they all look good. And um, there's going to be, as we continue to develop, you know, in, in certain areas of our team, certain areas are ahead of others. We're going to continue to develop. We're going to continue to get more and more talent in the program. Our guys are going to keep getting better and better. And it just, it's going to keep doing this and this and this. And you know what? There's, there's nothing that's going to stop it. And between uh, now and then, just work hard, man. Just work hard and don't worry about absolutely anything else except doing everything possible to be the best we can be. All right, Coach, eat as many Hurricane fans as possible at that's Hard right. Rock. There's no qu- can't miss this one and need, and need, just need their support. That's right. They, Make they, it loud, right? <laughs> Make it chaotic, right? Yeah. Our, our fans need to be felt on Saturday. Those guys that are playing in place of guys that are banned, they need to feel that. The guys that have been here for three and four and five, they need to feel that, you know? They're looking forward to seeing everybody. They're looking forward to being at Hard Rock. We all are. All right, Coach, very best of luck. Congrats on the most recent win. Best of luck against the Seminoles. Thank you. Go Canes. All right, that's University of Miami head coach Mario Cristobal, and we will continue on the show right after this. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.